this week's podcast, I'm joined by a special guest, Misha Hagens, a Workforce Development Program Manager with Frederick County Workforce Services. And we'll be talking about helpful information to better prepare yourself if you're attending a virtual job fair or virtual recruitment event. Misha, thank you for joining me today. I'm so happy that to have you here. Can you tell listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yes, hello. I'm happy to be here as well. As you said, my name is Misha Hagens, and I'm a program manager at Frederick County Workforce Services. Over my career in workforce development, I've had the opportunity to support the needs of job seekers as they go through their job search journey and businesses as they work on recruitment and upskilling opportunities for employees. So I invited Misha to today's podcast because, as we know, companies are ramping up hiring um, as they will be making more of an effort to do virtual events and job fairs um, because the pandemic and economy are stabilizing. What would you say is the first step job seekers need to do if they're interested in attending a virtual hiring event? Okay. When you're planning to attend a virtual job fair or hiring event, it is important to determine what platform the event will be held on. So there are many different options out there for businesses today, from Zoom to Brazen to Handshake, and they all work just a bit differently. So knowing the platform will help you better prepare for the event. For instance, is the platform 100% web-based? Can you connect on any device? Do you need to download software before you can connect? Making sure you can get on on the day of the event is important. Outside of getting connected, knowing the platform will also give you an idea of the engagement during the event. Meaning, are you just watching and listening to the information from the companies participating? If that's so, okay. You just need to make sure your speakers are working when you connect to that platform and you're in a distraction-free space that day. Or are you interacting in other ways with the companies? Maybe you're able to have your audio and video on to ask questions the day of the event. If this is the case, you need to make sure your microphone and camera are working on the platform as well. And all of this leads into the next step in preparation. For a virtual event and the space, for a virtual event, you and the space around you needs to be conducive to making connections you're looking for and giving a good first impression. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've been at a virtual hiring event and I see people slouching down, like almost completely out of the view of their camera or eating and crunching loudly. You know, just because it's a virtual event doesn't mean you can slack on your professionalism. You still need to be dressed for success. Your hair needs to be done, just overall put together. Also, test out the platform video and audio functions. Move your device if you need to so your camera's at eye level. Know how to mute and unmute during the event. Make sure there's light in front of you so that you can be seen on camera and that you have a non-distracting view behind you. You know, being comfortable using the platform and presenting yourself in a professional way is a great way to boost your confidence that day and also give you a good 
first impression. I think it's such a good idea to test the platform you're trying to use before the event arrives, as most people have difficulties connecting or realize they may have to download additional apps or software. Um, so I think that's do. And sometimes even though people can register for an event, there may be a cutoff um, for the number of people, which means if you wait to test everything out or download the required applications, you might miss out. Um, so I think it definitely makes sense to to best practice to log in about 15, 20 minutes beforehand to be able to download things, prep yourself and your background environment. And I do also think it's a, a good idea to still remain professional because, you know, if you are trying to um, work remotely and this is the, you know, type of, this is the type of, um, I would say, what you're going to look like when you are um, just going to event. I think that employers are going to recognize that and they might not feel comfortable with you working remotely. So, yes, yes. And I think a good tip is just, you know, remember if audio and, and video is involved as a participant, use the platform functions to go ahead and turn off your camera and mic. Like once you get everything set up and you're good to go, turn everything off until the virtual job fair starts. That way there's no like accidental views or sounds shared that you didn't want out there. That's, that's, a good, that's a good tip too. So what would be some other helpful steps job seekers can take to make the most of their time at virtual events? So the next step, in my opinion, is researching the company or companies participating in the virtual hiring event. This step is twofold. So by researching ahead of time, one, you're going to have better prepared questions to ask the day of the event, which will help highlight your knowledge and interest in the company. Again, this is going to help build that positive first impression. And two, some virtual job fairs are limited in the number of businesses you can connect to on the day of the event. So by researching, you can make a list in the order of your interest and maximize who you connect to. Um, do your research, you know, by checking out the company's website, their LinkedIn or social media accounts, read their about section, find their mission statement, you know, find out what services or products they offer. And lastly, what positions they're currently hiring for. Are there positions available that fit your career path? Does the company share your work values? If so, these are the companies that should be high on your list and that you try to engage with on the day of the hiring event. Outside of research, I would also suggest having a resume or two <laughs> prepared for distribution that day. If you are able to do the research and find specific job openings you're interested in, then take the time to make sure you tweak your resume and save a version for each job you want to apply to. If you're not able to target your resume for each opportunity, you know, maybe the job fair is in two days, you just found out about it, there's just not time, then I suggest having a resume written that best matches your career goal so you have something to provide if a company is accepting resumes during or right after the event. Um, and that leads into the next suggestion to gather contact information from the recruiters at the event. You need to make sure you know how to connect with the company and their process for applying 
That way you can follow up with a targeted resume later if needed. And it's really important on that resume that your contact information is accurate and professional. So if that means creating a separate email for job search, do it. Nothing cutesy. Keep it business appropriate. And that will also help you stay on top of any communication that happens with the companies you're interested in. Okay. You know what? Um, you know, I do know that some job seekers do tend to hear about a virtual event last minute. Um, so trying to get their resume prepared is a good thing. And um, I like how you you use the concept of like, even if you don't really know what jobs are going to be available at the event itself, you can kind of do your research beforehand and try to target your resume that way. That's a good approach. Right. And you never know, there could be opportunities. Don't discount attending a fair if you don't see open positions that really match your career pathway because sometimes at the actual event um, the recruiters or whoever's presenting will put out there some additional positions they don't even have listed yet on their site oh yeah that's 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 right that's that is kind of don't discount it just in case especially maybe it's a company that you do want to work for and you um, don't see something that you can apply for. If you go to an event, it might be something completely different. So that is a good um, tidbit. Um, so once a virtual job fair or recruitment event is over, is there anything else job seekers uh, should do? Well, during the event itself, the job seekers should be taking notes on the companies, making sure that you know who you'd like to follow up with and how to apply for their open positions. Start there. Um, develop your plan for connecting to each opportunity. So you gather the recruiter's name and email, great. Follow up with an email that has your targeted resume attached now. You know, thank the recruiter for the information they presented. You do want to make sure you indicate what event you participated in because they can be involved in several different hiring events. Um, and just let them know you're excited about the opportunities at their company and that you have applied. Keep it short and sweet. And yes, connection is great, but you still do need to follow the company's process and apply as explained during the event. Don't rely on just that connection. You can also reach out through LinkedIn to send the same type of follow-up message. Just make sure your profile is up to date and it's ready to be seen by the recruiters. Are you really you know, impressed by business? that was at the event, but they don't have an opening that matches your career path right now, that's okay too. Go to their website, see if you can sign up for alerts when new hiring opportunities are posted. And you can still actually reach out and send a thank you and explain why you're intrigued by their company. And while there isn't a position open for you now, you will be on the lookout to apply in the future. Again, keep it short and sweet. Recruiters are very busy, but this is a kind of virtual handshake and a thank you after an event that really can go a long way. Okay, that's this is a really great information. Um, I know as we're transitioning to um, engage more with one another, I know we might take for granted the effort needed when we're attending virtual events because we're at home and we've become um, laxer over time. But it is very important to treat virtual events as if they were in-person job fairs because we still need to make a good first impression 
especially since there are so many people who have been laid off during the pandemic and returning to work. Um, and it's just become a, a more competitive job market. So I think this information is definitely beneficial to people who are um, looking to go back to work. Yes, and I know there are several virtual um, job fair events coming up in the near future. So I hope people um, listen and take some advice on these tips to help them move forward in their process. Well, thank you for joining me, Misha, today's podcast. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. No problem. And that wraps up this week's Career Works podcast. If you found this helpful, please share with a friend or take a moment to give us a rating or review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast platform. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Thanks for listening.